The way it was taught to us at school was very esoteric. It was miraculous um, and, uh, and it didn't really talk to the way we, li we live our lives. But, but, but it's actually um, phenomenally powerful. And it's, it's actually, once you start to dig deep, you start to see that it's actually a different model of how we, we organize society. But if you're saying, well, look, actually, we could pay people weekly or fortnightly, but if we pay them monthly, we can pocket the money for yes. a little bit, make an extra couple of quid for ourselves. So actually, in a way, you're just living off the back of them even more than you were before. It's, it's bigger than that. It's not for a couple of days. If you move from weekly up to, to monthly, that cash is in your bank account. And as long as you don't go back to weekly, the money's yours. So if the system is you're taking money out of the, the, the hands of the poor and the vulnerable. And, and this started to create big problems for me later on. The Manor Journey is the catalyst for change in our world. It's a consistent source of truth for the next generation and current leaders. Our mission is to change the world by reframing our current governance, by using ancient wisdom to solve modern problems, and by shaping innovative new businesses to have a culture of pursuit of purpose. Three or four years ago, um, there was a restructuring of Cordant. We, we, we solved the business, and I focused my efforts on and studying the Bible because I'd experimented with, with uh, social enterprise, but I hadn't happily worked out how to do it. And um, so I decided to look at the Bible to see if I could find answers in the Bible. Um, and I did. I think I've, I've found, um, based on looking at the Bible, with it. You, but you always, but you always had the Bible with you. You always studied it. So, so why suddenly, when you leave Cordons, did it become something different? Because what? When we studied the Bible, we, we didn't actually study uh, the, the, the book five books of Moses and, and, and the scriptures. We, had, we studied what's called the Talmud, which is um, later discussions between uh, maybe 200 and 500 of the, of the, the, the common era. And whereas what I've done is I've gone back to the, 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 the original text three and a half thousand years ago. And, and looked literally without any noise. In the same way as in business, I would cut out the noise. I would just look at the underlying problems. If, if I wanted to find a problem to a legal issue, I wouldn't go to the lawyers. I would actually go to the law. I did the same thing. I went straight to the actual text itself and started to, to use the skills that I was developing together with uh, the specialist, but also the business lens. And I, and I realized that, that uh, there is something which is referred to in Deuteronomy as the commandment, the definitive article, yeah. which uh, I worked out eventually is actually remembering the manner. And there's many references to this in Deuteronomy. I said, well, it, it's, it's all pointing at this commandment, which actually is on the tablets of stone, which includes the Ten Commandments as well. So now, to me, manner is manners or manner house. This is yeah, different, right? This is manner. It says M A N N A, but it, it's 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 something else. It's uh, um, after leaving Egypt um, and then crossing the Red Sea. The first experience, more or less, they have is this experience of manna. They 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 haven't got food. So they're, they're 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 hungry. And God says, "This this is very important to you. Um, you you we're gonna I'm gonna feed you and uh, manna." And, and matter is not just the, the, the food, it's actually educational. It's a, it's a concept that we have to explore. And I started to realize, in fact, that the answers to how to govern society 
or that. So, so I, as a Christian, when, the, when we sing the Bread of Heaven song, this is what you're talking about. That's, this is, this is this, uh, these flakes that come down from the sky that feed the Israelites when they're, when they're really struggling. That's absolutely right. And I began to realize the way it was taught to us at school was very esoteric. It was miraculous. Um, and, uh, and it didn't really talk to the way we, li we live our lives. But, but, but it's actually um, phenomenally powerful. And it's, it's actually, once you start to dig deep, you start to see that it's actually a different model of how we, we organize society. So just to actually get to the details, yeah. as far as I can see, there are two key principles in the, the manner narrative. Uh, I think uh, they have massive application. The first thing is... Um, the Hebrew word is Devar Yom Biyoma, which, which is translated as the matter of a day on the day. Right. And that is depicting a completely different model of how the world... So when, so, when, so when the banner comes down in the morning, you collect yeah. what you need on that day. Yes. You don't look about, you don't keep multiple days. No. Um, you just make sure you, you, you deal with your own need rather than be greedy. Absolutely right. The first thing is each person takes what they need not what they decide. So they look at their own family, how many children, how many adults, and they take an amount for the family. So it's about needs, not desires. So, so, instead, so instead of what we have today, which is I make as much money as I can, let's just hoard as much as possible and, and, uh, and, and just waste it, it's all about ensuring that everybody gets what they need yes. and, and not going over the top. 100% right. So the, the, the comparison between Egypt is very profound. So the same word, Biomo, the the, the quality for each day on that day is there in Egypt, but it's actually for bricks. So right. Pharaoh says, you are going to produce this number of bricks every single day. He takes the straw away from them. Yeah. And, they, and he says, you've still got to produce the same quota of bricks every single day, which is in our, in our world, it's production, it's GDP. And what that creates is a society where everybody's trying to produce more and more bricks, not for themselves, because the bricks are for the king. Yeah. To produce storehouses, whatever. So, so it, it, that change from a focus on just producing more and more of stuff for a, a king, for, for a, a big chief executive or big shareholder, which is what happened in Egypt, moves away from producing as much as you, you can, which we may call GDP, um, gross domestic product, which I know is complicated, but, but it's production more and more, to you have to meet the needs of every single person every single day. So what the, the, the production of bits did is that people stop trusting each other. You see in the story in Exodus 5 that, that they, they actually start bullying the, the, the taskmasters, bully the, the best thing is the capos, the people that they, they're forming who are actually Israelites. So they get beaten up and they end up falling out with the Israelites because they're trying to produce more and more. Yeah. Um, with less and less because there's less straw. There's a limited resource. There's no straw. And, and it's impossible, and you end up... But that, but that feels like today, right, doesn't it? Because cause what's happening is, um, I mean, I, I was watching a programme about food production, and they were saying that rather than making a proper tomato puree, what you can do is get tomato juice and mix it with starch. And of course, so, so you're, getting, uh, you're getting the same thing for cheaper, but, but it's making life worse and worse and worse for people. It, it's exactly what I had to experience in, in the, the, the customs we supplied in a warehouse. Um, so there is productivity base. You've got to pick as many as. And what about the old people who are walking around slower? They they can't pick as much because they can't move as quickly. Yeah. And therefore they end up with less money and less food because of their age. 
So, and that's going to create social unrest because the system isn't looking after needs, it's looking after the needs of, of the shareholders who might... And everybody becomes a robot They become the robot and you, you have uh, people who, who can't put food on the table, but, people but, who can't actually buy a home. But in the story of Exodus, it's also true to say that, um, you know, the Israelites were not jumping for joy about manna. They, they preferred the food that they had back in Egypt. Um, yeah. And I suppose... That's what freedom is. You know, you can't build a decent society until you all muck in together. Correct. And it, it, it's tempting to, because it, as, you, as you suggest, that they had cucumbers and, and fish that were given food, um, but they were just not, they were, they were enslaved. Uh, and they, 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 they were producing bricks, which was meaningless. And, and, and there was social unrest. But, but because they got the food, but like the iPhone start, you feel, we feel lonely. They've got, I've got a phone, I can buy whatever I want for Amazon. Which, which you then start retail therapy, start buying things that you don't need with, with money that you don't have. And that doesn't lead to, to happiness at all. So what, so what you're saying is effectively we've exchanged community, we've exchanged family for consumerism. Yes. So, okay, I'm not happy, I, I'm a slave, I don't have a house um, and I don't have a, a decent community, but I can whip out my phone and, yes. and, and buy a new, a new package of, uh, of T-shirts. Absolutely right, and 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 you, you think that's going to make you happy, and it doesn't. So what what the man was saying is, every day there should be a, a system that that is daily, which is which is a beautiful system of flow, which means that, that everybody's making sure that everyone's needs are met every single day. Now, what does that mean in the real world? It means that that um, I buy, I let's say I work, I work today. Now, clearly, later on in the Bible, it makes it clear that you pay a worker on the day. So, as far as I can see, this daily routine is actually redefining how money actually works. Right. And you have to have money, which is about meeting people's needs, the, the old form of cash, which we've completely lost sight of in the world that we live in. Uh, because in our world, um, money becomes credit and, and it becomes... Commodity. Commodity becomes credit cards, it becomes borrowing... We have we've lost the focus on real money, and what we need to move is a system that 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 is reintroduced, and that people start to uh, understand that the money is theirs, and that they can actually um, get paid for a day's work in money that they can use. Uh, whereas what we did, I'll be straight with you, is is the incentive is to pay people later. And when I started working, confess my sin, we, we were paying um, security guards. Um, uh, weekly or fortnightly we moved it to a monthly system because that's what you do in the world of business because yeah yeah because it not not so in in, in, in the man economy man economy is you meet everybody's needs every day which means they work they get paid or or they produce grain and they said it they get paid everything is very quick you're li- you're literally saying that you your business one of the reasons it was su- successful yeah and there were a lot of them reasons was- why it was successful but he's just saying well look actually we could pay people weekly or fortnightly, but if we pay them monthly, we can pocket the money for yes. a little bit, make an extra couple of quid for ourselves. So actually, in a way, you're just living off the back of them even more than you were before. No, it's, it's bigger than that. It's not for a couple of days. If you move from weekly or to, to monthly, that cash is in your bank account. And as long as you don't go back to weekly, the money's yours. So if the system is that you're taking money out of the, 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 the hands of the poor and the vulnerable, and, and this started to create big problems for me later on, because morally. Uh, morally, there's no question about it because people on that scale have to put food on the table. Um, and if they are um, 
not able to do that. They'd go to payday lenders and they end up paying ridiculously high in, yeah. uh, interest rates. So, so it was a system that I was drawn into. It's, am it's amazing, actually, when you say that. So, so if I get my head around it, what you've done now is you've started paying the monthly in order that you can pocket the interest. Yeah. And they're paying payday lenders yes. 50 times as much interest in order to mitigate that, that's that the world. That was the world that, that, that is involved. Now, I was part of it. Um, but but I'm delighted to be out of it, and 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 that there is another way where where everybody gets paid what for, for for the work straight away, and then use that money to meet needs. Mm. So you can imagine money flowing around systems because it flows much quicker, and and credit goes. So there is need for credit, which is the second rule. So the first rule of the man economy is meet everyone's needs every single day, which creates a flow of people being concerned with other people. We discuss exactly how that works in due course. But the second rule is the rule of the Sabbath, the rule of letting go. Because um, in, in the real world, there will be a need for lending because the state, the, the agrarian economy of, of, of Israel, you only produce food from the beginning of the year for the first six months because, because that's the way the, the agrarian economy works. You, yeah. don't, you don't produce food the whole way year. It's seasonal. So you have six months of of production, then you've got six months of no production. Therefore, in the system, you've got a natural problem of six months. Or to do it for the other six months. And therefore, you need, you need the principle of lending. But the biblical model is beautiful in its sense that the lending is designed to avoid people becoming slaves. So this is the biblical model of lending, which is no interest, no literally no security. So you don't take people's houses that they don't pay and debt forgiveness. Now that is a radical model of how you can actually use lending, which is not the same as cut money. You use lending, but use it to look after people. Well, well hang on a second. Right, so I, I just want to think about all yeah. this, but you're, but you're saying to me, first of all, credit in of itself, mortgages, yes. interest, payday loans, is, is slavery in of itself. Yes. That's what, that's what it produces. That's a, and, and what we're saying is, um, everybody gets paid on the dot. So, so with with money, which they use to to buy things that they need. So it's set, so immediately it's a completely different world where suddenly people are not exploited. They're, they're not having to 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 borrow huge amounts from credit cards. In fact, in the model, no mortgages because the debts are waived every seven years, and therefore, what's the point? And the debts are waived because the purpose of a debt is not to look after the wealthy shareholders or the creditors. It's to look after people in need. Now, instinct therefore, instinctively, Philip, instinctively, I've recoiled in horror and thought, no, no mortgages. Yeah. But I will admit one thing. I will admit one thing. We talk about, about ourselves a homeowning society in Britain. That's not really true. Most young people without bank of mum and dad have got no prospect of buying a house yeah. unless the system radically changes. Absolutely. I mean, we need to think through it carefully. But the answer is, it's a, it's a myth to think that we have to have mortgages because we don't. The, the, the houses are there. And, and we are accumulating more and more debt. This debt now we have quadrillions of debt, and it's all futile. So take, for example, we discussed this in the past, the, the concept of um, um, derivatives, yeah. uh, which is options and, and forward contracts. Futile, no purpose at all, but quadrillions, huge amounts of money are used because we haven't got the manner principle that you actually meet a need. Money can be used for anything. But the problem with derivatives, of course, is that... Um, if I make money off them, then I get to keep the money. But what you think is somebody else loses. But that's not true, no. is it? 
Absolutely the loser right. is the taxpayer because they just hand the bill to them via various mechanisms. Correct. So therefore, the, 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 the very simple understanding, we have to, obviously we can't do it standing on one leg, but we have to very simply think about what is money, what is lending, and looking at those two separately, you can create a completely new narrative and a new way of understanding the world we live in, which actually does not require mortgages, it does not require, because these things are simply not required, and it's meaning that young people will be able to have houses without the fear of losing so it's so it's the reason why it's the reason why this would work for houses and there's two possible options here and i can't work out which it is is it because once you get rid of mortgages and things like that uh, houses become for the purpose of living in and not yes. a commodity or is it that now you can kind of save up for them or whatever because you're being paid on the day no it's, it's a communal exercise we have certain houses if the labor is used to produce those houses yeah um it requires in our time a lot of labour. So no one's ever going to be able to repay it if, if they just get paid a, a basic income. So you just say to them, we, you need to live in a house because you've got family and therefore that house will be provided by society. You, you have to work, you have to look after your family, you have to maintain it, you have to, to uh, provide food and everything. But that house is there and, and we will use labour to build those houses. Why should we impose a ridiculous burden, which in fact, uh, that's the reason why a lot of lending actually is for property, because you also combine it in security, which means that if you don't pay your mortgage, you, you lose your house, yeah. which of course leaves people feeling insecure. So so the, the answer is you don't need mortgages, and, and that is a very practical way of transforming society and giving people meaningful lives. So what, so what would happen now is, um, it, within an individual community, because your idea of the yeah. manor is it has to be relatively localised. Yes. Um, so, so what would happen is somebody needs a house, um, you know, they would be loaned the money to pay for the cost of construction yes. of it, and then, and then just move on. No, no, and, and uh, they have, in seven year period, debts are waived communally at the end of seven years. The seventh year, um, people actually don't work the fields. The fields are left, so there's the labour's available to, to construct. You suddenly got as much labour as you want. Right. Most of the construction costs are labour, yes, and therefore yeah. the labour's available. Therefore, you'll build the houses that you need because the labour's available, and people will live in those houses. We just have created this myth that you have to have this massive debt. You don't need it. You can build the houses without the debt. You can actually, and, and as long as people uh, are living, uh, have the need, you give them a house of the right size, and they don't need the debt. So amazing, actually, my, my dad uh, built a house. And he actually built it on credit cards, believe it or not, which is the antithesis of what you would like. But, uh, but that's not important. It was, it was just because he couldn't sell his old house and he just found the piece of land. But he built a very large house for £150,000. What people forget about houses when you talk about these million, five million pound houses in the United Kingdom, it's mostly the land it sits on, which is just overly inflated in terms of price. Absolutely right. So what, because we, we, we don't understand money, and we, we don't have this principle of lending for need, for people that need it. We, we, we lend for security. So the banks lend money um, and they lend it to people with property, which pumps up the price of that property, which means that they get wealthier and wealthier. Um, and the people we haven't got can't buy houses. And you end up with hugely inflated prices, which is what we live in now, and people that can't afford to buy houses. And that, in, in the building economy, prices would not change because the only reason why prices have changed is because we're not lending for needs. Yeah. We're lending for greed, is the reason. Yeah. And that just pushes that price, which means you think you're getting wealthy, but you're not because you actually take money from the people who don't have houses. Yeah, and, uh, somebody ends up with a thousand houses and most people end up with none. 
Correct. Absolutely right. That's that's the concept. So so the two basic principles of of, uh, of the manner economy. One, meet the needs of everybody every single day, which yeah. you can explore, which is a completely flowing system of meeting needs, um, which means uh, there's no credit in that. It's cash based system, and everybody is working locally. So if somebody hasn't got a job, you'll you'll see it straight away because on that day, there's, there's, he's not he's not earning his need. Therefore, somebody would have to provide him uh, with money to, to, to provide those needs. But of course, you'll say, one minute, what jobs have I got in my local community? I've got, I've got this building, this, 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 this road that needs to be repaired. I've got this house that needs to be. So because it's all local, you're suddenly focusing on local needs. So you, 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 you'll actually lend them the money, but they'll actually, you'll find them a job because that's a much better solution. You might need to lend them money. So initially you may lend them for a day or so, but then just one minute. These jobs need to be done. The labour's available. Let's put the two together. And it's a local economy. So you're investing in local... Yeah, so you don't end up in the situation that we're in at the moment, which I personally find ludicrous, which is we tip all this money down down the government black hole. We're forced to pay taxes. Most people resent it. Um, but then, you know, it's paid for by this for this person so they can sit sit on the bum not working. What you're talking about is saying, well, yeah, everyone's needs will be met, but at the same time, we are expecting people to work. And the way we deliver that is that this is all very localised. So actually, I literally, I, I know who you are. I've met you. I know your family. And therefore, if I'm going to give you some money to support you, I know that you're able to do my accounts, as an example. No, but what you're saying is, is look, Everybody needs it, but we can start thinking about what people really need. I mean, they need they need a home to live in. Yeah, they need food, they need clothing, but they need a meaningful job. Because I, I think we will all recognise that if you're not working and you're sit, actually sitting on your backside doing this, well, you're not you're not actually leading a meaningful life. And we discussed this in the past, and you end up with people in third generation benefits, which is not their fault, who are not leading healthy lifestyles, who are who, who maybe. Was it beer and pizza for breakfast? Philip, I've, I've, I've said this loads of times. That I believe that in the in certain parts of this country, there has been effectively a genocide, mm. which is of people all benefit for their entire life. And as I say, drinking special brew and eating pizzas and dying aged age 55, which is which is a real shame. Whereas, but, whereas what you're talking about is saying, yes, well, yeah, I think you need to met every day. But you know what? Society also needs you to do whatever job it is that you can do. And you need a job. And that's a need. It's 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 not it's not my right to to you need a job to be to, to actually contribute to feel that you are of value, uh, and and that is a re-education because we've unfortunately with the benefit system it's led to and that was something else we lived with at, in the business where many of our people were actually people who came from overseas because the benefit system is so generous to people that they would earn less on a living wage or than they would earn in benefits. I, I, I don't blame them because. No. But but that is not not a sensible system to have. So you have to. But you're also but you're also then sat you're also then sat in a situation where you're saying, well, we've now condemned these people to to poverty. I call the beer and pizza problem. Yeah. Other people call it different things. We've condemned these people to poverty. But amazingly, now what we need is an even worse paid labour force to replace them in the labour market. And and those people are also exploited because they 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 come from overseas. They they leave their family. That they, they they don't understand. They, they're sometimes um, actually sharing beds. Yeah. That they're, they're, they don't have. Uh, they they're paid. They're sending money back home. They they don't understand the language. They don't. They wear different clothes. It's it's problematic and it's not ideal for them either. So you're bringing people in who are being exploited. And you're also exploiting the workforce. So we, there is another solution, which is simple, 
and we have to start to, to discuss and understand which actually doesn't provide for this. <laughs>